Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. Um, we have a new show every Monday releasing on CharismaPodcastNetwork.com. Um, if you're not aware, um, there is all it you know, releases on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, YouTube now. And so if you go to YouTube, Michael Lombardo, Awaken Podcast, there is tons of video content there for free as well for you to access. Lots of great interviews, teaching series that I've done. And so make sure to tap into that. Um, and so I've got a great guest in the show. I want to make sure we have enough time to, to have that conversation. But if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a blessing. I believe we're at episode 216 now. And so the Lord has done some awesome things, got some great feedback. Just recently did an interview with James Gall and there was such a sweet presence of the Lord and strong prophetic unction on that show. And it was just so great to speak to him, especially a father in the faith that has ministered for years and years in the prophetic. And so it's always great to have him on. And so there's a lot of great things coming towards the end of this year and beginning of next year. And so thank you so much, even to those who are always watching, always listening week after week. And those who are sharing this, subscribing, rating, reviewing, all of that helps us get this out to more and more people so they could be blessed, challenged, and strengthened by the gospel of Jesus. If you're new to the show, the show is called Awaken Podcast, Ephesians 5.14, Awake, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. The apostle Paul was speaking to believers, not unbelievers in the book of Ephesians. And so the Lord is awakening our hearts to the beauty of who he is, the glory of what he did through Jesus Christ, who we are now in Christ, the access we have to him, that we could walk with him, talk with him, we could flow in his spirit and that we have a mandate in the earth. But we do that first as priests that know him intimately and then as kings that walk it out in our everyday lives and have dominion in the world. And so that is that is the passion of my heart behind this show. And I love having amazing people from around the world that are his children, that are in his la- that are laboring in his harvest field, and have them in and to share their heart as well. And so, no further ado, um, I have Taylor Armstrong on the show with me. He is a musician, he is a songwriter, he is a worshiper. You can find his music on Spotify. Um, I don't. I think it just popped up on my phone on Spotify because I listened to a lot of John Mark Pantana, Jonathan Ogden. These guys have come on the show in the past. If you want to listen to those, you could tap in to previous episodes. His song Tender popped up on my Spotify and it wrecked me. And so I was like, I got to listen to more of this guy. So I started to tap in. And honestly, last year, at the end of last year in November, went through some hard stuff. The Lord really reignited my heart in a lot of ways. And Taylor Armstrong has been blasting for the past uh since november going on a year now on my playlist and it's been beautiful and so it's it's an honor to have him on the show taylor thanks for joining me of course yeah <laughs> yeah glad to glad to help in uh, in that way so <laughs> yeah man absolutely yeah. and so i actually made a, a playlist called taylor armstrong and some other stuff had some other songs on there and I've shared it with like, I don't know, a couple dozen people like, Hey, this is some intimate stuff. You got to You got to just boom. And I just sent it to people. And so wow. <laughs> thanks for telling me that. Yeah. It makes me good. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And so, yeah, I know we'll, you know, we'll be talking about maybe some future stuff that you're doing. I'm always looking forward to when it pops up on my phone that you release some new music, but 
Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. You know, I know that I'd like to hear about your journey a little bit before I ask you some questions about some of your songs. And, you know, f- mm. I, I, there's something very deep and intimate about your music. And so I'd love to kind of just hear your heart and more about you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, thanks for the the lovely introduction and yeah. just for, uh, for reaching out and having me on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just to hop right into it. Um, yep, my name is Taylor Armstrong. Um, I'm living in Southern California right now, um, but I'm not from here. I'm from rural, uh, isolated areas on the, <laughs> the north northeast. Um, yeah, I was actually I'm actually Canadian. I was born in uh, a city. It's called Saint John in um, in New Brunswick, Canada. Um, probably. Wow. Probably haven't heard of that place. Um, it, it's about, yeah, it's it's cold up there. Uh, the town I lived in was outside of that city. It had about a thousand people. Wow. Um, and then when I was seven, I moved to Maine, northern Maine, grew up there, and graduated to a town of five thousand people. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I grew up in the in the trees and near the, near the water and, um, country living type, type situations. Um, yeah. I always kind of dreamed of being on the West coast or being in the cities. Um, and, uh, yeah. So found my way out here, uh, somehow. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my, my journey, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to, not talk about the trials and the when when I when I think about my story when I think I think uh, it's hard for me to not I have to address the the amount of um, you know adversities over the years uh, mm-hmm. kind of led me to this place. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff as well, uh, but I am 31 now um, and can you know not everybody. Um, is so familiar to loss or grief. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, I think I'm realizing that more and more as I, uh, as I, as I, as I move forward in this whole walk and journey of mm-hmm. life. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I'd love to talk, talk about that stuff, talk about my music. Um, but, uh, for music, we can get into that, but for music, uh, yeah, I, I started releasing music probably, uh six years six years ago um 2016 i released my first little worship album it was called first love mm-hmm. i recorded that in um in canada i was i was working i just got out of ywam so i did a couple of ministry schools i i did a youth with a mission for about two years i was in heronhead germany and so if you know anything about that place it's uh, rich in in uh, revival history. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Moravians came out of there, and I didn't know that going going in there um, at the time. Um, I think I just went there because they had a <clears throat> they had an art uh, an art DTS DTS discipleship training school for YWAM. Um, they had an art one, and I went there and just felt called to go there, and uh, it really changed my life because I, I had just come out of a about a two to three year um, stint of just sex, drugs, rock and roll, all that stuff. <laughs> and uh, going, going there really, really, really uh, 
changed my life in a lot of positive ways. And, um, but I had just returned from YWAM and, um, I'm talking about my, 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 when I made my first album, uh, first, um, I was working at a a worship and prayer house. So it's pretty crazy. I was working about, um, uh, I was working from like 10 PM to, uh, 6 AM in the, in the morning, like four or five days a week. Yeah. Just, just worshiping, um, worshiping and writing songs like most of the time no one would even come into the the little the work the the, the barn or whatever because it was called it was in a barn it was held in the barn yeah and it would just be me there um i'd watch the sun come up and i'd just be playing my guitar like i was getting paid for it. i think it was quite quite a gig i don't think i could ever do it again to be honest it was such hard work um yeah i, I put about two thousand hours in a year just just um oh, wow. worshiping yeah yeah really i really think about that time when i like if it wasn't for that time i don't think i would have discovered my sound i guess or or, or i don't think i don't think uh i would have cultivated what i what i what i needed basically mm-hmm. um for my music yeah um so i'm, I'm grateful for that time um um yeah so uh that's out of that season that's where I kind of my music started growing because i started hearing about jonathan ogden i know you mentioned him mm-hmm. um rivers and robots and i started to hear about some of these other 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 independent artists that i i more related to mm-hmm. uh, i did like the the more ccm corporate worship stuff as well mm-hmm. but I, I think i gravitated more toward like the independent artists and the, yep. the artists that kind of had a different sound. Mm-hmm. Maybe you wouldn't sing their songs on a Sunday, but you'd listen to it in a, in a car or something, you know? Sure. Yeah. So, so I, I released my music and then I went to a ministry school, another ministry school in, uh, in Reading. Um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah um, at a church called Bethel. Mm-hmm. Uh, did their, did their ministry school. I was there for three years. And while I was there, that's kind of when my music started picking up and I started working with producers and, uh, from, from writing. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I went there because I wanted to grow and believe in myself. And I, I would say, I really, I really, uh, really got that. That's a, that's a great environment. Um, for that, there's a lot of really big people there. I, like, you know, um, yeah. big people in the faith and just, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's kind of when I started connecting with, uh, with Jonathan Ogden and a lot of other artists. Uh, we started connecting online. So using social media, yeah. um, and, uh, one thing led to another and, uh, we ended up doing a tour together. Um, uh, and, and yeah, kind of everyone kind of came under each other's umbrellas and, mm. and we all grew together. Yeah. And um, all of us kind of found our footing and found our way, and mm-hmm. um, it's just really cool to see to see everything that happened there. Um, yeah, so that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I would first of all, I love the Moravians. I just read a book on the Moravians, and so that's awesome. I got a lot of people I know from YWAM, and we love Bethel Supernatural School of Ministry. Met my wife in Harvest School in Mozambique, and so. 
I know if you went to Bethel, I know you, you know a lot of Irish people, a strong connection with that. And so, but it's beautiful how God brings people together, makes the connections that are needed for um, to get His message out, to work together. We need each other in the body, and so it's beautiful how you get plugged into a community, and then you meet specific people. You're able to serve, bless them. They're able to serve, bless you. You build these deep relationships with people, and then you move forward in the kingdom together. And so, I love I love how you spoke about. Well, you know, obviously it's hard when we go through trials, grief, different things like that. But I really feel like there is, when I listen to your songs, I feel like there is a vulnerability. There is an honesty in terms of the hard things that take place in life. But there is also such a glimpse into an intimate life of clinging to Jesus, a life of surrender, of knowing him personally. And I believe that really comes from going through hard times, really honestly, just him being our everything in certain seasons and then experiencing him in those moments of just clinging to him, laying down at his feet, just drawing near to him. You have encounters with God that are so beautiful, special and intimate that really set your heart on fire. Keep your heart on fire. You know, when I, when I hear a song like light as a feather, that was one of my favorites for, for a little while. And then, you know, the one verse in another song on that album that says, you know, purify my heart that I may fall in love again. You know, that just rings and rings in my spirit. And your song Tender is so intimate. That's a song. It's got 2.5 million listens um, on Spotify, but were, were there specific, we can kind of dive into that a little bit. Were there specific moments in your life where maybe it had the cling to him through hardship, like you mentioned, where you got this glimpse of the Lord that made you fall more and more in love with him? Because that really shines through your music and that really resonates with me. Mm, yeah thank you thank you um just a side note and then i'll circle back yeah music for me through all of life's ups and downs has just become a journal type of thing for me it it does bring healing and uh i'm just singing singing out uh new songs for me yeah um I can get lost into it kind of like when I worked at that prayer house worship house, it was like six hours passes, you know, that happens still <laughs> now um, where I start a song and it's so relevant to me. I know I'm expressing something and yeah. simply in my expression in that new song, God is just like, you know, meeting with me and it's my way to worship and, yeah. and there mm. does bring, um, does bring healing in a lot of ways. And um, I just, I love it when it connects with other people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't happen every time. And I, I'm just really grateful for, for, for music and, and what mm-hmm. it's been for me in my life. Um, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, to, I think that's kind of, there's one more thing. That's, that's kind of my goal when I write music and when I, when I share it, I want, to be genuine i want to be authentic and vulnerable with my music i and and i i understand it's not always going to be like that that's i i write i write for the church as well like on sundays like i i i'm hired at a church to be a songwriter and a producer for the church and it's a little i'm not i'm not saying it's totally you can't be authentic you can't be a be genuine and stuff but sometimes it's just a little different yeah. when you're writing mm-hmm corporate church so i'm grateful that i get to to have the outlet for myself as well just to just to Mm -hmm. to sing but i'm also grateful for the for serving in the local church yeah um but um yeah yeah um 
So just to talk about uh, Tender, I, there's a story I love to share about Tender where I know you brought it up a couple times and it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs as well. Yeah. Um, you know, even just last night I was at church, I led worship yesterday and, and someone came up to me and was just like, Hey, like, I love your, your Taylor Armstrong. And I was like, yeah, she's like, I love your song tender. Like that, that's the song that kind of, <laughs> I got it tattooed on my neck. Yeah. Um, it's, it's sort of, it's sort of the, the song. Uh, anyway. Um, so, so I, uh, yeah, about, I wrote that song in 2018 and, um, there's a story I love to share about where the song came from. Sure. Um, I was, I was in uh, ministry school at the time, um, up in Reading and I'd been there for a year. So I was going on my second year there. And, um, I, I noticed for about four or five days and I still am unraveling this and, you know, it's been four years. I'm still processing at times what the heck even happened, but yeah, was, I was, um, quite emotional for a few days where, uh, I, I, I would just start crying and tearing up and, and naturally I would, I, I went and asked myself like, what is wrong? Like what's going on? Like, (laughs) Yeah, like, am yeah. I lonely? Am I depressed? Like, am I sad? Like, what? Why am I crying? You know, um, naturally, that's that's what I I thought there was something wrong with it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one day I came home from school and I had been in that space. And if if you've ever been to a ministry school, if you've ever been to mm-hmm. Bethel or anything, um, you know, it's especially in the school, it's like four or five days straight of just hyper-focused, uh, um, worship and, and prayer and intercession and all the above. And that's all great. It's just like, it's an intense, intense environment to be, you know, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it does looking back on it now, it makes sense, you know, that I was, I was, uh, intensely emotional at the time and, Mm -hmm. and just, close to God. And anyway, so, um, I, I, uh, had come home. It was a pretty intense day at school, just in, you know, in, in the spirit we we're, we we're worshiping a lot and all that good stuff and came home and just kind of could not really get out of that headspace. And, and the, the tears started welling up and I was, that's when I started to say, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why, why, why am I so emotional? Why? It seems like everybody else is okay. What's going on? <laughs> and I'm, I'm next thing you know, I'm in, I'm in tears. I'm, I'm bawling. I'm in a ball on my bed, just crying. And, and I, I, I felt in that moment, um, the father's love in a way that really marked my life and changed my life. I mean, I wrote that song about it. And so I, 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 I didn't audibly hear anything, but I just like really got this image and like just in my, in my mind, I just knew like in the, in the whole, my whole being just knew that I was being held. All I could think about was like a baby in a mm. father's arm. Yeah. And, and I just, that question, 
what is wrong with me was answered like like nothing there's yeah. nothing wrong with you there's absolutely nothing wrong with you and i just was like okay like i felt so held and safe and i didn't stop crying i cried harder it was like that's what that's what changed me was that there that i could sit there in the father's arms crying because he's safe he's the safest the safest place to just mm. weep the safest mm. place to just be held yeah uh and 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 to know that it's not because there's something wrong with you but it's because and, and this is what i felt for myself is like no like i'm just safe and you're mm. you're you're a child in my arms mm-hmm. needing to be held and there's nothing more to it mm-hmm. and and i just i think what i took from it was like oh i'm being changed like my heart's being transformed i'm being softened mm-hmm. i'm i'm becoming tender mm-hmm. and that's kind of where the, the yeah. in that moment like it was a gift i picked up my guitar right there in that moment from those tears and i i literally just the first thing i played was the the chorus to the song you know you're making me so tender never felt so safe with any other mm-hmm. i just i sang it and god i love when that happens um when i just am gifted with new choruses or mm-hmm. or um anyway that was one of those situations and uh um yeah it really it really changed my life and i i, I constantly come back to that and remind myself to uh to stay tender even you know four four years later and in, in situations and uh uh but yeah yeah um yeah, that's kind of that's that's where that that song was written and then i wrote the rest of the song just out of the the idea of vulnerability and um and uh and uh, being fully seen fully seen in front of the lord like just as you are um, and how uncomfortable that can be. Cause I was so uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. I kept saying like, Oh, like what is what's going on? This is, I was wrestling, you know, this is, this is uncomfortable. What is going on? What's going on? And, uh, uh, anyway, um, that's, that's kind of the rest of the, the song. It can be uncomfortable to be vulnerable, um, with people, with God, but, at, but ultimately it brings us, uh, it brings us close. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, that's a beautiful thing about his love. When you are experiencing the Father's love and his nearness is so intense, you you know that his nature is good and that he is for you and that he is affectionate and that there's loving kindness towards you. And then it becomes easier and easier in that revelation, in that place of receiving his love to be vulnerable and to open yourself up because you know that you are in the safest place. Just, just, just like you said, to be yourself and that he sees you through the eyes of love, not through the eyes of condemnation, not through the lens of the law, but he sees you through the finished work of his son and he sees you pure, whether you feel pure or not. He sees you, uh, you know, unblemished and without spot, whether you feel that way or not. And you know, you can be fully yourself, weakness and all. And that is just the most glorious thing. And so I went through a season where the Lord unwrapped Song of Songs to me and I was breaking in the Song of Songs and I could, I didn't get it at first, but I felt drawn to the book. And then I began to get this revelation of his affection. And I remember just laying on my bed for hours and hours, laughing, crying, like my friends thought I was crazy, but I was just so undone by his passion for me. I went from... 
I believe in hungering for God, seeking God, pursuing God. I'm not throwing away that language. But in that season, I went from like really focusing on my participation or what I had to do in my relationship with God to realizing, no, he first hungered for me. He's pursuing me daily. He's seeking my heart out on a daily basis. Like it's his affection towards me that actually motivates and empowers my seeking of him, my walking with him, my desire to obey him. And and so anyways, man, I, I get it. It, it. it resonates and it really comes through in your music. And even that that word tender, I, I feel like, and you could, you could tell me something else about it, but not just the song tender, but that word is used in several other songs of yours. And so I feel like that is like very important to you. It's like that word means a lot to who you are as a person. And you could, I've heard it probably in three or four songs. I'm like, oh man, tender must really mean something to him. Just that place of just staying tender in the Lord's love. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, like I said a minute ago, it's almost more of a reminder for mm-hmm. for myself and a reminder for for others as well. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah. I I just keep throwing it in there almost for fun. I <laughs> I've I found a lot of freedom over this last year in in my music and my expression. Um, uh, just taking all the pressure off, and you can probably see it in a lot of my titles of my songs and stuff. It's just like sometimes <laughs> I just make make up like random things and it just but there's something so beautiful in it and just i used to put a lot of pressure a lot of and it was almost robbing of the 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 joys of creativity for me and uh so uh with my yeah lately a lot of my music it's just like whatever's whatever i want to sing is just i'll sing it i'll hit record and i'll share it you know yeah and uh yeah, so uh, I think for me, I'm I'm rediscovering freedom and and fun um, with uh, with Come music on, and and uh, so sometimes I just I just throw in the words, uh, throw in tender and all that. But uh, but to be honest, it's a it is a, it's a special uh, special concept for me and a special. It's a theme, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a cool yeah, so. that's a cool transition actually because I one of the, my favorite albums is one of your shortest albums and it's called Those Little God Songs I posted on IG. And I spoke to my brother-in-law about it who's a worshipper. He's newly saved about 8 months saved, but he's such a talented musician. The guy plays the saxophone, the piano, the guitar. The guy like he writes music. He's just like anything he puts his hand to, he's just good at. And so, but he was just like, yeah, because especially the titles of the album, the titles of the songs on this album, he was just like, I feel like he's just probably saying, you know, no pressure, man. Like, I don't need to, it doesn't need to be polished, doesn't need to be fancy. Like, this is in my heart and I'm releasing it. And that was his perspective on the the, the titles and how you put the songs together. And you kind of just said that a minute ago, so it's spot on. But for me, it's like, this album is 13 minutes and eight seconds. And it's got, oh, wow. a, it's a powerful punch dude like i listen to it and it's like over and i'm like man i guess i gotta play it again like it leaves you know and i don't know if that was even in your mind like man i'm gonna it's 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 comes from my heart and i'm gonna leave people wanting because at the end of it honestly i think like i want more out of some songs like but that but that's Mm. almost something really beautiful about it too at the same time there's no pressure to put together sing the chorus four times come up with the bridge come up with two verses like there's no pressure. It's just something that organically came up out of your heart. You recorded it and released it. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. Actually, I played the saxophone as well. Um, that's cool. The instrument I, I learned how to play started when I was nine, um, and always wanted to uh, stop playing, but uh, my my mom wouldn't let me quit. Uh, so, <laughs> like, we spent thousand dollars on the saxophone. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So uh, that was the first instrument he learned too. And he's a professional sax player. Like he rips it, but like the Lord in the season, he's like teaching him how to be humble about it. But like he, he plays it at upper room set and they want him to play the sax, but he almost like the Lord's teaching him how to like be humble because in the world he played the saxophone and like ripped it. And it was all about him and God's teaching him how to keep his heart tender and not for it not to be a show. And like he's just, but anyway, God's doing some great things in his heart, but he plays it upper room, but he started with the sax and then all the other instruments came out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful instrument. Um, I, I'm thankful now that my mom never let me quit, and I gotta start whipping it back out of my in my song. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it's funny. Even upper room, I guess. Like someone sent me a video, and they were pre-service, like playing. I was thinking about this last night. They were playing uh, some of the songs off that little 13 minute album that I oh, made. Yeah? Okay. Uh, Purify my heart part is see this random person on Instagram is like, look, my church upper room Dallas is playing your song. And then last night at, at my church, they were playing another one off that song. And I get messages all the time. People playing, playing that little 13 minute album. At their church. <laughs> hey man, you, you do what you feel led to do, but you might need to throw in the purify my heart to make me fall in love with you into a bigger song. I don't know. That's just my desire. You could do with it what you want, but there's just so much punch and like yeah. oil on that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, I'm glad you said that. I, I've actually thought that many times. I just did a, a live worship uh, record with a with a community out of Lubbock called uh, the community's called Blue Jay House. Yeah, I've heard of them, yeah. Yeah, they're a great great group. Um the guy kind of visionary guy with that is a dear friend of mine um and I met him in Reading and and quite a few of the people in the communities from out of Reading as well who have all kind of gone on and done their own things but mm-hmm. uh, we just wrote a bunch of songs and uh I I so I had that in, in the back of my mind and turning that in. But um, and again, that's another really cool outlet that I have to uh, to potentially uh, just to pour into the local church in, in that type of yeah. war, um, setting as well. Um, anyway, um, um, yeah, so your brother was right. I think I, I kind of got into a place in my life where I felt pretty, pretty discouraged with um, – the uh the the strategizing the, i'll just talk about the industry real quick yeah please yeah <laughs> and the career and the business side of it it just i felt um i felt just a little bit discouraged and i i didn't want just with the instagram the marketing mm-hmm. marketing myself and um the the strategizing and the the planning and uh, like for the for the, the the song release, you know, normally it's like okay, well, you do you do seven songs because it's an album, and then you you um, make your songs, you get you get them produced professionally, and then mm-hmm. and then you market for the release, and it takes a, a several several months. And yeah, I I uh, I was in a place. Uh, 
in my life, uh, I don't, I, I haven't really talked about this openly too much publicly, but I, uh, I had just gone through um, a a breakup with with someone that I was I was really really um, really in love with, and uh, we were we were we were basically engaged, um, mm-hmm. and that ended very quickly, very suddenly. And it sent me into a season where I was needing, I didn't pick up my guitar for, for probably four or five months just to, Mm -hmm. just to grieve and process in other ways through, you know, uh, counseling and, Mm -hmm. um, in the local church and all that, Mm -hmm. all that other stuff. Um, but then when I was ready, I started to pick up my guitar and those are the songs that kind of came out of that out of that it was almost a reconnection with myself as well mm-hmm. um and with my soul and with god and um and in my own individual way and um and so a lot of i wasn't in a headspace where i even like wanted to be posting on on yeah. social media as mm-hmm. i just was i was heartbroken mm-hmm. and um so it was, uh, yeah, it was just kind of this time where, 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 uh, I needed to just reconnect with God and, and, and myself and in a, in a way that had no pressure. Um, but, but I, I did make these little videos and posted them on, on Instagram. Um, but in a way that just was, was more, it was just pure. It, it wasn't, it wasn't to market myself mm-hmm. or get likes or get views mm-hmm. or anything like that. <clears throat> and so for about two weeks straight, I would make these little songs every, every day. And, uh, um, again, just without pressure, just having fun in there, just cause I, it, it was me getting back on my feet again as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, sharing those videos they did, they did really well naturally. I think people, sensed that they uh were just real and authentic little piece Mm -hmm. um and especially after the last couple years just on a global scale i think all of us are were uh and are just craving um authenticity Mm -hmm. and um and i think the timing of it was just kind of right uh, timing is so so important so huge i've noticed with this whole music thing and um anyway i just naturally through through sharing those i think i i um noticed that they were getting a lot of traction and um they were being shared and people were really connecting with it so i was just like well here you go and <laughs> i didn't i didn't title them any differently than i you know, than I the did on Instagram. I just, I actually turned around and released it. Like, I think it was two weeks later or a week later, which is, you don't do that because of, <laughs> you know, you want most people with, 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 um, labels or distribution, um, help. And, mm-hmm. and that, that takes a long time and contracts and, mm-hmm. and then with this, just for, playlisting as well and it's you, you, you usually give it a lot of time so i just threw it out there and somehow 
they were, they were all getting playlisted and it's just, it was so against the grain, but they were still having success. And it's yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'll, I'll say this, I, we're talking a lot about authenticity, a lot about mm-hmm. vulnerability and just being genuine and all that. And that's great. Um, my, my, my friend of mine, uh, said to me, he's like, <laughs> It, it was it was done in a really really beautiful way. He uh, it, it just I I got what he was saying. I understood it. It, it really sure. resonated with me. I, it convicted sure. me in a really beautiful way. He said, "So you, so we're." He's like, "We're called to worship in spirit and truth." And he's like, "Because we're it was actually the Blue Jay guys. We were talking a lot about the new songs and stuff and yeah. the heart of spirit and truth and and and, and um." Anyway, he uh, he had we were prepping for that album, and and he uh, mentioned to me, "It's like I think you got the spirit thing down. You know, you got the vulnerability down. You got the the emotions down. The genuinity, genuinity. Gen- is, that, is that right? Genuinity? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, we'll just roll with it. It's good. Cool. And uh, he's just like, I would love to see you uh, lead in truth more too, and. I was just like, man, I just got what he was saying. And, and that's, I wrote another little song called I'm remembering. Um, mm-hmm. and the lyrics are just like, I remind myself I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the whole, the whole kind of theme of the song was just, was the whole, the truth side of it. It's, it's great to, to, to sing and express yourself. And sometimes we also, as David did, um, mm. you know, build ourselves up and Lord, encourage ourselves and to, sometimes we have to do that. You know, I'm going through it right now. Um, even, um, just with my family and dealing with a heavy, heavy loss. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, there's something about saying thank you in those situations mm-hmm. and saying, God, you are faithful. And I love you, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, like, I mean, you can do, you can say it too. Like, man, this life is heavy. This is tough. But also, there's just something beautiful about saying that as well. Oh no, you're. That's. I've been stuck in the Psalms, and I'm not. I mean, you use the word stuck in a negative way. What I mean is just the beauty of King David and how he expressed his emotions of God. Everyone around me is prospering. God, my enemies surround me. God, what's going on here? My souls, I feel defeated into you are my rock. You are my refuge. You are my stronghold. You are my shelter. The one in whom I trust. I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living and all these different powerful revelations that he shared. And so anyways, that is, that's awesome, man. I love that. So Hey, before we before we close out this podcast, man, what would you um, you want to give those who are listening right now? Obviously, they could tap into your stuff on Spotify. Everything's there. But um, is there anything around the corner on the horizon that you'd like to say, hey, this is coming up soon or anything else you'd want to share about what you do and and where you go and just give us a little bit of that? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So um, I yeah, I, I haven't been doing too much traveling with music this past year um but i've been releasing a lot of music and yeah you can find me on youtube and apple music and spotify and wherever you listen to music you'll mm-hmm. you'll find 
find my stuff there. Um, again, it's Taylor Armstrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm always throwing out songs randomly, but, uh, you can't expect next year from January on, I'm going to be releasing a, a series of songs, um, from a, a studio album that I made about a year ago. It's more of a, a singer songwriter storyteller mm-hmm. album. Um, very, very different than what you've heard from me so mm-hmm. far. I actually recorded this up in Portland. Um, there's a church called Dora Pope up there. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh White was kind of leading that. And I think Josh Garrels was a worship pastor there for a while. And just yeah. a great, really great community. Um, uh, anyway, so uh, they they have a little label called uh, Deeper Well. And they, they flew me up and we did a, a, did a record. And so they have a, a, a sound and uh, it's a lot of folk music and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I created this this uh this special little album but uh i'm gonna get that out in the world and but meanwhile i'm i am working at home just on some uh just some new some new um bedroom uh worship songs that type of Mm -hmm. thing what you can expect from me um but uh uh yeah so um that's about that's about it (laughs) also yeah hopefully, hopefully sorry hopefully next year i uh I uh, get to do some more traveling and sharing um, songs as well. So Come on, man. That'd be awesome. And so can people just follow you on Instagram to kind of find out that stuff? Or is there a certain spot where they can figure out where you're touring at? Yeah, yeah. Social media is great. Instagram's great. Um, um, just Taylor, the letter C, Armstrong. It's my middle names. for. That's what the C stands for. Okay, cool. Well, we'll definitely be looking forward to that. For those who are watching and listening right now, and I'll just say this before we before we close, Taylor. I know I said it a little bit in the beginning of the podcast, but I highly recommend, and I'm not just saying this because he's on the show. The reason why I got Taylor on the show is because his music, his worship has been, um, the Lord has used it mightily in the past year or so in my life. And so I truly believe that if you tap into it, there's a sweet presence of God. There is a vulnerability that draws you in and an expression that will really bless your your your, your secret place with God. And I really know that you'll, you'll find something in that mix of songs that will really speak to you in this season. And so I highly recommend it. Tap into it. Taylor Armstrong on Spotify, Apple Music, all those different platforms. And thank you again, Taylor, bro. Bless you, man. I know it's, it's good. You release stuff. You know it's touching people, but... At the same time, bro, you know, thank you so much for for you stewarding what God's given you. Of course, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the show. (laughs) Awesome. For those who are watching and listening right now, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they could be blessed, they could be strengthened, they could be awakened by the gospel of Jesus. Bless you, and I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing 
and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org. TL.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.